welcome back to the Hot Rod Hangout podcast. Whoop, whoop. I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we got some special guests in the house uh, from the Misfire Car Club. We have John and Nadim. And uh, we're going to talk to them about, uh, you know, the, the show coming up this weekend and some history and stuff like that. So how are y'all doing tonight? Awesome. Awesome. Hey, so sometimes you're lost until you find it. All right. So, so, uh, what, what is Misfire Car Club in a nutshell? There's a bunch of guys. We used to be the Rumbers, the very core members of us used to be in the Rumbers Car Club. Okay. And then 2010, we kind of became, uh, a whole nother thing, but, the guys just followed us, and and uh, we've got the show we've been doing for 24 years. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only original one left, the one at the very first. It was my wife's idea. The name is my wife's idea, Groundhog Gala. Okay. Yeah, we had 30 cars at our first show, which was at Johnny's uh, Rock Selling and Station. Bistro. Johnny's, it was called Johnny's Rock and Bistro at the time. Yeah, where do you folks where where you folks hail from? So um, I'm originally from this area, but we currently live in Bushnell, and Ashley's from Pennsylvania, and she's yeah. got engrossed in the cars because of me. <laughs> yeah, Bushnell—that's not the end of the world, but you can see it from there. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty close. Pretty close. Right, uh, but no, our club is uh, loosely—it's a kind of a loosening club, but we're based on. I always just to, I mean, we're car people, but when you're dealing with non-car people, I just say, you know, American graffiti. American graffiti, really? Yeah, you know, so uh, that's kind of, you know, we're in, we're a traditional style club. We we like old stuff, you know, so uh, we like old hot rods and custom cars and custom vans and. Uh, our tastes are kind of eclectic in a way, but we definitely don't like billet and low profile tires and you know what I mean? Like we're car guys, but we draw, we have, we have to draw the line with certain stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, our, the podcast basically is, uh, you know, I don't really care what you have as long as you're out driving it, but our focus is mainly, you know, uh, at least uh, pre seventy two, mostly pre sixty five. So yeah, we fit yeah, that. We, <laughs> we we let people get upset because we let some newer vans in and stuff. But I don't know, man. It's our club. We can do whatever we want. You know. Right. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the car car culture for us is you know is i don't care what it is i don't have to like it as long as you do i mean oh for sure absolutely i mean there's stuff i love japanese cars i like i have i love all kinds of stuff oh yeah i don't yeah. Li- i don't like the carolina squat though i gotta tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> not many people do <laughs> no, i feel we're, we're not we're not uh we're not supportive of that but Mm-mm. if but that is kind of our generation's thing right now. So until they figure out that that's not cool, you know, if that's what's going to get them involved in coming out to shows and stuff like that, that's what it's all about. I mean, all the same stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, we've said it a couple of times on the podcast too. You know, back 
y'all's generation was the small block Chevrolet. Everybody could go to a junkyard and grab a small block Chevrolet. Our generation, the LS is plentiful. I still wouldn't yeah. put I still wouldn't put it in an open hood, open side car. But you know, if if that's what's if that's what you can get your hands on for cheap, I mean that that's hot riding. Well, look at like guys like Finnegan putting a two JZ Toyota motor in a in a in Dodge Charger. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, and you know this was built on being weird. I mean. Exactly. My my uh, I drove my uh, English Ford. It's a nineteen sixty English Ford van to uh, the freeze for all mm-hmm. which is this big van show that's just, it's absolutely fantastic it's up it was up in Dunellen. okay okay and I, made, I made it there but i did not make it home oh. so, <laughs> so it died way down but now that it's and it's got and i'm thinking about putting i'm just going to put something new in it you know because mm-hmm. i can't deal with it anymore yeah so, so this english can't get parts for it or anything, so you know what? Yeah. Time the auto. Well, I hope I hope my fifty four doesn't have the same experience. Uh, we keep pushing it further and further out, so this uh, Sanford will be the longest trip it's had on it. But there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I was in Sanford today, as a matter. <laughs> but just uh, uh, I gotta I gotta I gotta give a shout out to. Uh, we have 12 members, kind of like... Do we really have 12 members? Yeah, we're like the apostles, <laughs> like Jesus is the apostle. <laughs> or 12 Angry Men, if you ever saw that movie. When yes, you were sir. In uh, but uh, it's me and Nads. We got Swiss Mike. Everybody's got a nickname, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Rossi or Mondo Man. Mondo we got Man. Chad, uh, Brian, James, Yogi, Gary... Miles is Nadim's son. He's in the club now. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Scott and then Paul, Paul Coleman, he actually lives in Poole, England. Oh, awesome. And we honorary member uh, years ago because <laughs> uh, the damn son of a bitch was coming over. <laughs> to the show. Call him that, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All that money to come over here. Yeah. It's with love. It's with love. Uh, you got to. You have to come up with a with, a, with an English. Oh, the limey <laughs> bastard! <laughs> so he's here right now. He's not here in the house mm-hmm. per se, but uh, he's in Orlando. Okay. He came. He flew all the way over to come to the show. Awesome! So well, you you may run into him on Saturday. He's, he's going to be sick week. Yeah, yeah. He's into sick week. He loves sick week. Hell yeah! I do. I've only been to like a, an out outside cruise meet. But that's about all I've ever seen of it. But it looks like a blast. Mm-hmm. Well, shame on me for forgetting, but we actually have two listeners that are doing Sick Week in a Model A, if I be- if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Right on. That's very cool. So, and they'll be and they'll be at the Groundhog. So, excellent! Wow, yeah. I'm going. I'm going on Friday afternoon. Oh, you are. For, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go for a few hours and Take me with check you. it out. Okay. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's when they get back to Orlando, right? Yes. Yeah, it's coming back to Orlando. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know what would what would you say? I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What were your What were your early influences uh, as a car guy? Like what What got you into the into the hobby. <laughs> All right. So um I grew up 
uh, trading Hot Wheels. Um, my dad was into pre-72, uh, going to the Webster Swap Meet um, on the first Sunday. And he was trading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was trading big cars and I was trading little cars. So um, there was a guy there that was a Hot Wheel guy. He always had Hot Wheels. And, you know, I would buy three or four Hot Wheels from him and I would leave one or two of them in a pack. And the next month I'd go back and I'd try to trade up or trade, you know, trade one for two or whatever. And he just knew I was, you know, he, he wasn't losing any money, but. It, you know, he, he knew that I was just trying to trade around because that's what my dad was doing. And my dad, unfortunately or fortunately, you know, he had to choose a job a little further away from home. And it didn't allow him to, you know, have the hot rods. And we weren't uh, we weren't rich family. Um, I didn't want for nothing, but... Um, so he couldn't have the hot rod, the weekend car, and a daily. So he had to sell the the hot rod to be able to get a daily. And he was driving an hour, hour and a half to work every day. So we kind of wow. got out of it for a while. And I still had a passion for cars. And then we got into the drag racing for a little while. And me and him built a little 690 8th mile S10 small tire truck. And... Right around the time that that got finished, um, I learned what girls were, and <laughs> I was more inter- I was more interested in them than keeping up the truck. So it got sold, and then um, whenever I moved out, I'd always you know I we'd got into motorcycles through the years and stuff like that. So then uh, when me and Ashley met. I was kind of, you know, our before she even come to the house, uh, that's a unique story, but you'll have to listen to the podcast to hear that one. Um, but uh, when she came to the house, I basically told her, like, hey, if you want to spend time with me, it's going to be in a garage because I like working on shit. It's way cheaper than therapy. So we ended up buying the 54. Um, it needed a little bit of stuff, but me and her got it running. And uh, matter of fact, there's a front end bolt in my mailbox right now that I got to throw in before Saturday. Garage romance. Wow. Hey, but she's, uh, she's ran with it. I mean, she understands that if there's a show, don't schedule nothing. Cause I'm going to the show. I mean, I've canceled plans to go to, to shows. We went to the river ranch uh, show on last Saturday. That was, we all had a, a lot of us uh, drove down there. What a great show that was. I seen, I seen a bunch of pictures of it. Um, I was trying to convince my dad to wire a 34, his 34. He just bought a 34 pickup, and it's a beautiful truck. But um, Where does he live? Uh, just south of us, a little south of Bushnell. Oh, very cool. Um, but uh, he got into it because we were going to lunch and – we would take the 54 and my mom and dad were in something newer and he's like, it'd be cool to cruise with you again. I'm like, well, come on. <laughs> so, but he found, and like I said, it, the truck itself is beautiful, but you know how it is when you buy anything that somebody's messed with, you know, something happens and they just rig it up to make it work and then add more wiring and more wiring. And all of a sudden a truck that has yeah. no radio or no, no AC has enough wiring to wire a, you know, an 87 Kenworth semi truck or something in there. And 
Right. So, but you know, the river ranch, the, the worst part about it was the golf carts. Oh my God. God forsaken <laughs> golf carts. Lord have mercy. And they've got electric ones that make absolutely no, no fucking sound. <laughs> Come up on your ass. It's just like, when you, and they're all, you don't even get them started. And right when we were going to leave, there was a parade of about 172 of them. Oh, <laughs> going 1.7 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. The facility is, is, is really spectacular if you ever just go down there and you know play johnny cowboy for a weekend tires. right a an ice pick works ice pick. effectively yeah <laughs> we're too old you know we go to jail now you know that in the younger days we would have done that yeah now. <laughs> oh my god so um, what got what got you into hot rods or cars in general this question Me? first because he you, you, you y'all don't know but he grew up in in england which is a mecca for hot rodding no it's not not at all it's not even a mecca at all it's not a mecca <laughs> i mean no come on man. i mean the, the mecca is america it's california they're, yes they're, england is not a mecca for hot rodding england has a lot of hot rodding but it's not a mecca i mean a mecca is something that's i mean it's central okay but it's it's it, there's a very very strong hot rod culture over there. But it's tiny, mm-hmm. it's tiny, yes. tiny, tiny, very very small in proportion to the number of people that live there. It's really pretty small. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, it was Bat- Batman. You asked me a question, I'll answer it. Uh, it was the Batmobile. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was Batmobile. That's you know Batman and Robin, and that's basically. I I have no history of. There's nobody mm-hmm. in my family mechanical or your uncle though. Uh, kind of, sort of, a little okay. bit. Yeah, no, he had a he had a World War II Jeep in Pakistan, and it was a it was a Willis Jeep. I don't think it was a World War II, but he had a record player in that forty five RPM record player. Hell yeah! And it blue metal flake, and it had rockets and stuff on it. It was a very cool thing. I remember it, and we used to take we used to get about twelve people in that thing and go to the beach. It was <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. smaller but then yeah that's that's what what got it started and then it was just and there was another thing that happened my dad bought me um um uh, i was probably about five years old he bought me a 66 mustang tin toy japanese tin toy that uh battery operator had lights and tail lights and stuff but it would go to the edge of a table and never fall off it had some kind of a mechanism that would back up and it would do the same thing in reverse. But it would never fall off of a table. Yeah. And, I wanted to figure and out now Mustangs to... are running into crowds. Yeah, and I, when I wanted to figure out how it worked. So that's... Yep. And mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to dig into things to see how they work. That ruined a lot of things in my life. Doing that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not really ruining it if you figure um, out how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean, I just want to figure out how things work, and then mm. engineering, and and that's just. It's just such a passion. I can't even. I, I've tried to walk away from it. I can't do it. <laughs> I I think, I think people, like Nadim and myself, if, I mean, we both, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of other mechanics, but I think we could have. Uh, like if we would have went to engineering school, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody ever—I don't know—nobody ever saw 
you know, you know we could have made something. You we know, could have made something of ourselves. You know, we made something of ourselves. Well, you did yeah. make something of yourselves. You got cool cars, and it invokes a story whenever we drive them, and that's what it's all about. So, but I love driving them. That's like, you know, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and there was just no shortage of hot rods and muscle cars everywhere because of all the machine shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland is amazing, man. You know, if you have a place like Detroit or Cleveland or Chicago, uh, fill in the blanks, you've got these people that have skills Mm -hmm. and they apply these skills by, you know, building cool stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, everywhere I looked, there was, you know, like drive ins with cool cars and car shows and cars in the neighborhood so it, it you know like sl- there was hobby shops and slot car tracks and i, I just couldn't get away from it you know i i do not envy the snow that the north have but i do envy the fact that they get to take two or three months off to build their hot rods in the winter <laughs> exactly right exactly like you haven't lived until you've worked on a car in a garage with a torpedo heater pointing at your <laughs> Yeah, Scandinavia, I mean, that's an absolute hotbed for American cars. There's more amazing American cars in Scandinavia than there are here. Mm. All the coolest Cadillacs and stuff, they've all ended up in Sweden, Norway. And those guys are completely insane about that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The, the Japanese, I mean, it's just all over the world. People are, And it takes just an enormous amount of dedication to keep stuff like that on the road. I mean, we have it. If you think we have it tough, there's places that you're not even allowed to change anything. Mm-hmm. How right. people do it, you know? We made a pretty decent living uh, doing motorcycle parts because uh, it's cheaper to buy a motorcycle, a Harley specifically, over here and ship it overseas, England, Sweden, Hungary. Right. But they have to have all stock parts. So I... Um, I'm not going to say how much I raped a guy, but he paid it. And uh, for a set of stock mufflers, because he had bought a bike and shipped it over there and rode it like 10 feet. And they were like, hey, you can't have modified exhaust. So he had to order a pair of pipes. Well, over here, we take stock stuff off and throw it away. Or it turns into stacks on the back of a couch. And... uh over there, they need them, so they'll pay whatever it costs. And I mean, the shipping was more than I charged the guy, and I was like, "There's no way." And he paid it because you know he had to have his bike. Yeah, I had to. I had to ship a windshield, or it was actually a backlight, for a '64 Oldsmobile to England, and what an experience that was! <laughs> of, of I, I think it was over a. I think it was almost $1,500 to ship a back window for a 64 Oldsmobile to England. But the guy needed it, and I had it. So, So, parts from Australia for his project, you know, because amazingly, there's he found somebody that has more of that stuff over there. I'm not allowed to tell you what it is, but he's very secretive. So, secret squirrel stuff. Yeah, yeah secret squirrel, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, anyways, um, 
So you're you're working on a um, you're working on a fifty four. So right now? my sorta daily <laughs> is a fifty four two ten. Oh, cool! And then I came across a thirty two Ford pickup truck that I couldn't turn the deal down. Oh man, that sounds cool. So that that's going to be small block powered with an automatic bare metal truck when it's done. So right on. But I was waiting around. We finally got a carport uh, with concrete, so I can finally start on it now. Well, something that I wanted to make note of was, and you may want to do just a complete podcast about this, but the, the history of of hot riding in Florida, especially like Central Florida, we've met some people that have lived here for a long, long time. And it is mine, you know, California, a lot of other places want to be in the limelight for, you know, the, this hobby. Uh, but there was a lot going on here back in the fifties mm-hmm. and the sixties, more than you would ever believe. And I would have never believed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this friend of ours, tells us about all the customs that were in, in Orlando in the 50s, 60s. When and Orlando ever, was a small town. It is, but there was a lot of, I guess it was the military people that were here mm-hmm. and they had excess money and skills and they um, were building. That was, that was the, and I mean, that's my, my, my favorite class of hot rods is, you know, the, the guys that just came back from war and they figured out how to make their shit fast. I mean, or cool or whatever it was at the time that they wanted to do. And it wasn't, uh, there wasn't as cookie cutter cars now. I mean, it seems like you go, um, certain shows, I'm not going to say any names, but ones with trophies. And it's like, there's a checklist for your car to actually be on the front line. And it's like, wait a second, that car back there, or my dad has said it numerous times, the coolest cars are usually in the parking lot because, you know, they don't fit the mold that everybody's looking for. But that dude over there, is, he's put his time and effort into it, and it's just as cool as the ones out here. But he's not looking for a trophy. He just wants to talk to people. And that's kind of what we're all about with this is, and I, I've met some people that I never would have met, but... I know they're out there and for you to say, you know, we need to do an episode on the, the, the history of Florida. Yeah, that, that's a hundred percent. Um, I can't speak on it, but I would love to have people on, you know, and that's why, um, you know, I try to have, I don't like, yes, we're a younger generation couple that are trying to keep it alive and we're trying to get younger people involved, but we also need, the generation above us or even above that, that, you know, wants to share those stories, you know, the, the whys, the hows and wanting to reach out and help people. Um, cause we are nice people mostly. <laughs> I love talking to the older generation when they're gone, you know, they always talk to somebody that's, that's older than me and to just get some snippet, some little bit of, mm-hmm wisdom or anything from them you know it's so worth it because that's it you know 
we used to be the young ones. <laughs> oh, and that's really and that's the thing. And there's a disconnect. And and I've experienced it a little bit, but I had a base in 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 cars, so I kind of like just blew it off. But you hear people, and it's the younger guys, and they're trying to learn. You know, I'll be the first one to admit I got no clue how a flathead works. I have no clue how an automatic transmission works. I know there's some magic that happens and it spins the tires. That's all I know. But oh, uh, don't even talk to us about automatic. <laughs> we had our share of automatic transmission mayhem. You have no idea. I on my tea bucket the other day. Jeez. So speaking of cars. Um, what cars do you currently have and what is your favorite? I, dude, I have so many cars. I can't even, I, I can't even list them. My favorite is my console Capri 1963 English Ford console Capri. Okay. That I bought. It's a, it's a mild custom. I bought it from the original owner in 1987. Wow. For cool. 550 bucks in Tavares. <laughs> and that's the car that I will never, ever sell. It's, it's a cool little, it's a little, uh, Looks like a shrunken down 1960 Ford Star uh, Starliner. Mm. Okay, but I made it into it's got Kreger four spoke Kregers on it and um, metal flake. I painted it myself. I did everything on it. You know, sweet. Hell yeah! Except the chrome, but I but I love that car and it's and it's not going anywhere. But everything else is for sale. You know? <laughs> yeah, I say that about we're, mine. We're, but... we're driving two cars out there on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, black and a white one. You'll see them when you when you come on. I can't wait to meet you guys, man. Yeah, man, yeah. we're looking forward to meeting everybody. Oh, oh yes. So, John, what uh, what do you got in your stable, and what's your favorite? Uh, well, um, I have two cars in my garage right now that um uh, mean a lot to mean you. a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have a '39 Ford Coupe Standard and a '69 Chevy Nova. And they, they, they have a story they're they're connected because the, the Nova was my, was my car when I was 16. It was the, it's actually the car, my first car that I bought when I was 16. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold it in 07, uh, to my nephew to buy my house and he sold it to a guy and the guy contacted me last year and long story short, I got it back. Awesome. Yeah. It's fully restored. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's it's it's, I mean, it's pretty really, badass. Really a nice car. It's uh, but the coupe belonged to my mentor, a guy that I grew up literally like 10, 11 years old up the street from where I lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in this guy's garage. What was his and name again? His name was Mike Philetic. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, when I was 16... He actually is the guy that took me out to help me find my first car. Sweet. Hell yeah. And the car was this Chevy Nova, <laughs> which I have now. Mm-hmm. So he passed away uh, in 22 and uh, left me this 39 standard coupe in his will for me. Don't forget to tell you made a model of it when you were a kid. Oh. <laughs> well, that's kind of a side story. It's um, important. Uh, when I was a kid, I made him a model of his 36 Ford hot rod. Oh, and, geez. um, 
Oh, it's not the same car. No, it's not the same okay, car. Okay, right, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the model, the, my friend, another friend of ours, was cleaning out the garage, found a little metal box on the shelf, and it had my model car in the garage, in the in the box. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Like when I was 13 or 14 years old. Jeez. So um, I got the 39 Ford, the 69 Chevy, and then in the driveway I have a 56 Oldsmobile project that I'm Sick of. Sick of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, go in waves. Alice, I tried to keep it all original. I put a 350 Olds rocket motor in there. And I'm not going to go into it, but it's been driving me crazy. I should have just put an LS motor in there and been done with it. But Oh, you know, oh well. So, But we got some cool cars in our club. You know, the guys, we all kind of help each other out. Um, we have some old guys in the club, some young guys in the club, and we all kind of lean on each other and yeah. we bring a lot, to, like everybody in our club brings a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. That's kind of skills. Everybody has- yeah. Everybody has different skills. Yep. Right. And so, we, we preach that, you know, if you get a group of guys or girls together and you know, one of y'all's good at painting, one of y'all's good at welding, one of y'all's good at figuring out how to fabricate something up. Y'all can have some pretty cool cars between y'all. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of other clubs in, in Orlando, and like I said before, we're kind of a loose-knit organization. We got guys in New Smyrna, Fort Pierce, England, you know. <laughs> The core of us live The core close. of us, yeah. We, yeah, we do look pretty close to each other. Yeah, so, so yeah. we try and together and help each other out and that's cool we get together more but you know i mean we get together yeah yeah so that's about the whole thing in a nutshell okay we're all looking to to the show on saturday and uh next year is going to be our 25th with a blowout man yeah hell yeah wreck some shit (laughs) well uh if all goes well the 32 will be done it better be Yeah, just a 32 Ford pickup uh, truck is a, is a pretty pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cha- it's uh, channeled five inches. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it's got a super bell drop axle on the front, chrome spindles, chrome drums. They're a nine inch. Um, it's gonna be four link with coilovers in the rear. Uh, small block, uh, three deuce intake, uh, super ninety sevens. So it should be pretty cool when it gets done. Right on, very cool. There was a similar truck at the show Saturday that's yeah, been to our show. Really Blue is yeah. kind of a what is it that that Ford Blue? Something, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful truck. Yeah, if it comes to our is show, that the one you, you talking about the one that had the Harley Hummer in the back of it? I think so, yeah. maybe. But it, this, if you see this truck, it, it, it'll be yeah. inspirational. Yeah, yeah. Um, really well done. Very traditional, very just perfect as far as detail, you know. And mm. I, I'm I'm a detail person. I I love when people uh, pay attention to detail. Mm. That was yeah. again, it's on the podcast, but I'll say the story again because it's my podcast. Uh, there you go. The 32. Um, when I bought it, I bought it from a guy, and he'll be there too. Um, uh, he has a coupe right now a model a coupe um that's super clean i love that car but um he's building a tradition a trog build 
uh, Roadster. I don't know if he's going to have the – he wanted to have it done, but I don't think he's going to have it done for the groundhog. Um, but when I went to buy it, you know, I told him, I said, man, I don't – you know, I don't really know nothing. Uh, you know, it's going to – it's probably going to be considered a rat rod when it's done. And his face kind of like blanked out like, oh, man, we lost another one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then when I got to look – or when I got to talking to him again – um, cause he had some brake parts that I needed. So I hollered at him and I, we, I got to talking to him and I'm like, well, really and truthfully, it's not going to be rat rod. It's going to be just not finished traditional. You know, it's not, I'm not welding, uh, spider webs just to weld spider webs and I'm not doing janky work just to do janky work, but. <laughs> no, it's got, uh. I haven't decided whether I'm going to go with frog mouse or the little individual uh, chrome ones. You know, my uh, one of my inspirations as far as mentors was my uncle, and he was a member of the North Florida Roadster Club in Jacksonville in the 50s. And he had a 32, and, and it was flat black, but there was other guys in the club, uh, and their cars were shiny, but he basically said, the only reason my car wasn't painted is because I just hadn't gotten to that point yet. We didn't yeah. go out of our way to make cars look bad. I mean, we, yeah. we were striving for excellence. Well, that was Ryan has a sticker on the back of his coupe that says it's not a rat rod. It's just not fucking done. <laughs> there you <laughs> but, you know, so anyways, but no, we're looking forward to for you guys coming out to the show. And uh, it's you know it's over at, is it over is it thirty minutes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit past thirty. Uh, we can t- keep talking though. I'm... Okay, I'm about. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> I got, got you. you. We're just glad uh, to have y'all on and be able to catch up with you before we actually come out to the show. So we yeah. appreciate it. Uh, Henry's Depot in downtown Sanford is a really cool place. It is. Uh, it's an old train depot and it's got restaurants and bars and coffee shops and everything inside. And, um, next, next door is, uh, uh, like unfurl collective, unfurl collective. Uh, it's an old, um, kind of a warehouse with a loading dock out front. We'll have live music out there. Yeah, cool. Uh, have, um, the bands we're going to have are going to be the, uh, Decker and Dimitrov. Dimitrov. Yeah, which are kind of like part of the Oak Hill Drifters. Uh, Dale Bandy, and then his other band uh, is called Vodka at the Zoo. Mm-hmm. The Busted Sprockets. They're going to be uh, going on about three, four o'clock. So we got uh, a cool. DJ, uh, Five Aces DJ Joe. Oh, Joe DJ? Yes, yep. Oh, that's cool. Something for everybody. Hell yeah. Vendors. There's going to be vendors, food, drinks. It's going to be a party. I hate calling it a car show. There's going to be a break dance contest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we look forward to it. And we're leaving. We're going to leave with plenty of time to get there. But barring if everything goes smoothly, we'll be there on time. If not, we'll roll in fashionably late. <laughs> cool. Excellent. 
you're gonna do some break dancing, right, Matt? Oh, of course. <laughs> break down uh, dancing. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was that? Moonwalk. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Game on. Let's go. Me yeah. and you, bud. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I think that about covers everything. All right, but well, we appreciate it. Yes. We look forward to meeting y'all. Okay, yeah, sounds great. Night. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Thank All you. Right. Later. All right, have a nice. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.